one more turn. Episode 110, no one for two. One more turn solutions. I can't buy it. What does that mean, Riley? Like I said, I can't buy it. Wait, what? Nora told me of your plan almost two weeks ago. What's the holdup, and why didn't you call my cell? Well, why didn't you answer your cell been calling for the last five minutes with no way to leave a voicemail? Oh, right. The battery isn't holding a charge anymore, and I can't afford a new one. I disabled the voicemail service this morning, since I'm not using the phone anyway. If you're trying to save money, why haven't you just canceled the phone service altogether? Hey, I'm paying just as much as I need to hold on to that number. I've had it for 11 years, and uh, if you hurry up and follow the Doe contract clause that gives you a first shot at buying two shares for every one sold, I could afford to get a whole new phone and a whack of voicemail. That's what I'm trying to tell you, Caleb. I can't buy any shares because none are selling. Wait, how's that possible? Bella and her lawyer father, Gary, didn't think out the terms and conditions of the contract as well as they thought they did. No part of it dictates who sets the share price or for how much. Acne Smith is still controlled by its executive, and they've set the price way above and beyond what anyone in the market is prepared to pay for it. I am not made of money. But you convinced the same executive to fast-track the start of the IPO, and that began four days ago. Acme Smith has apparently been generating revenue like there's no tomorrow for almost two years of tomorrows. But it's the worst-kept secret in the community that they're bleeding through their cash reserves to cover the debts they assumed of their last few acquisitions. Did I just finish your sentence? You did indeed, just like Max and Nora. You know what else those two like to finish? Uh, remember what Max said a while back about burning something off that someone would like to keep? The only difference between you and I is that it wouldn't be an accident. Now focus, Caleb. How do you think I should proceed? Jeez, Riley, I don't know. Can you not learn to think for yourself now that Hudson isn't doing it for you? Uh, whoops. Sorry, that was uncalled for. I'm just as frustrated as you. Why would Acme Smith shut their share price so high when they could easily make more than enough to replenish their cash reserves, and then some, in less than a day's trading? You haven't been paying attention to the news lately, have you? Uh, no, I got enough problems of my own without wasting time and energy hearing about those of others. The convenience of internet banking quickly lost its luster when there were far more instances of money going out of an account than there is money going in. Go to the website of our town newspaper. Click local and look for the sole story published Monday afternoon. You'll recognize smug SOB standing in front of Acme Smith headquarters. For the love of brown coats and holodecks, tell me who I'm looking at as a doppelganger. Uh, nope, that's the real uh, McCoy, or in this case, real Hudson, the new chief technology officer, Acme Smith. Rumor has it he was hired because he's willing to work for half what his predecessor took in. They've been without a CTO for months, too. But you work in the tech field, too, and Hudson worked, rather, worked for you. How can he switch to competitor with a no-compete clause? You know the expression, keep your friends close and your enemies closer? Vividly. It's been biting me in a bit more on the backside than usual as of late. Let's just say Hudson was a friend. Uh, hang tight, Riley. I'm getting another call. I'm just going to tell him to call back in a few minutes. Why do I suddenly feel a twinge of deja vu? One more turn. Have you been talking about me? Hudson? Of course you have, and of course this is he. Still, I can't help but feel something that at 
one time may have resembled empathy, so consider this my one and only courtesy call. Okay, that's rich. No, but I am now at my new job. I'm pulling in more than double what that sourpuss was paying me. I don't know how or why, but Riley was more than your boss. You betrayed her. <laughs> Says the man-child who secretly filmed his younger brother behaving badly instead of helping him stop making a fool of himself. Says the same man-child who, even after learning of the upload of that video, said nothing to his brother and did nothing to try and get it removed. Even after you learned it was secretly copied as well as uploaded by the Weasley father of your then-girlfriend. You're twisting. I'll bet you have not even realized that it was that very girlfriend who told your brother she'd dump you and go back to him if he acted out in that now infamous fashion. In a way, then, you're not helping your brother and not telling your brother about what you knew and when you knew it was really poetic justice. Pretending. Pretending like I didn't just further shatter your already pathetic world? <laughs> Very well, your prerogative. You may have moved past all of it, but your brother Carson... I know the name of my own brother, for Jedi's sake. Your brother Carson is wallowing his sorrows at the local tavern? Once an alcohol... If you feel the need to resort to making fun of a serious disease, and at a time like this, then you're messed up beyond redemption. Screw your point, and screw you. Finally, were you speaking in binary to a telemarketer again, or what? That was Hudson exercising a power trip. Ugh. What was his point? He always has a point. He didn't have any. <laughs> For Kenny, are you talking to, Caleb? The only person that knows Hudson better than me is Hudson himself. That is so not reassuring. Look, Hudson can't help but share a little too much with one of his points when he's feeling particularly smug. So again, I ask you, what was his point? Let me ask you a question instead. Are you still a Facebook friend of Bella's? She's removed and promptly blocked me a little over a week ago. Unsurprisingly. As a matter of fact, I am. Why? I now see how Hudson got along so well with her and Gary. Her apple doesn't fall far from his tree. Where does her status update say she's at right now? One more turn. Written and created by Daniel Dan Q. Quick. Edited by Andrew Fuzzy Fractal 42 and Dark Cloud. Directed and produced by Daniel Dan Q. Quick. Episode 110 No One for Two. Characters in order of appearance. Caleb voiced by Michael, Uber Mark Lar, Bryant, Riley voiced by Stephanie, Mac Alua, Hudson voiced by Daniel, Dan Q, Quick. Sounds courtesy freesound.org. Music by Kevin McLeod. Visit the official One More Turn website at onemoreturn.net. Copyright Civilized Communication at civcom.net. On the next episode of One More Turn, Caleb confronts Gary.
You can save your breath about me dropping my lawsuit against Carson for the damage he caused this office. It will see the light of court. Take on Bella. It's why I put up with your bronze before brains mentality for those months of our relationship. Thankfully, I don't have to think about there being an us anymore. And gets pushed back. You convinced Carson to sell me one more turn solutions for, oh, let's call it a love song, and I'll forget telling him about our encounter the day after he and I had our first big fight. 